Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning. Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. I want to thank you for joining me this week. You know, some have probably said that I have a face for podcasting. But this week, I have a voice for photography, so you're going to have to forgive me. I've got a pretty nasty cold, but I hope you'll hang with me here as we get through this. Before we do jump off, I do want to just remind everybody what we say every week. What you're going to hear today should not be considered individual investment advice. This is my view and the firm's view on what's going on in the market and the economy. And if you'd like to address how it might impact your portfolio, I'd encourage you to give us a call. So with that, let's get started. You know, this year has already been an interesting one from a sentiment perspective. We talked last week on this podcast about the tug of war happening with expectations. There are backward-looking indicators like earnings that haven't looked so good. There are forward-looking indicators like inflation and wage growth that are starting to look much, much better. But that battle is continuing to rage as investors are looking for something to break that deadlock. You know, it's interesting. This last couple of weeks, I've received more comments of concern from clients about the market than probably I've received most of last year. You might recall last year, the market was down 20%. This year, the market's up 6%. The NASDAQ is up 11 Even the bond market is positive for this year. And I think it's a little hard for people to embrace that optimism right now. And I've talked a lot here before about human nature, about the unquestionable biological component to the fear and cycle and it is always on display and it's always compounded by what the media has to say about the world which is as we've discussed before there's 17 negative news articles for one positive one and that is certainly true with the economic press so we've always tried here at insight to battle that fear and greed cycle but you can't just be contrarian that is not a solution to portfolio management let's take last year as an example you heard me say many times in this podcast last year that we were not as negative as a lot of the world is ending crowd was when everything was going on. But that did not mean that throughout the year we just hit the gas in portfolios and got super aggressive. No, in fact, it was our defensive posture and responding to what the world was doing that led to our portfolios having a pretty darn good year, relatively speaking, in 2022. So that brings me now to this new year. Where is sentiment going? Now that we're a month into it, what is that going to mean for markets in the short mid and long term. So let's dive in. The first thing I want to talk about, I I spent a little time last week talking about technical indicators. And I, I mentioned, listen, we're not chartists at Insight. We are much more fundamental guys, but the technical stuff is important to pay attention to as well. And I try not to dive too deep into the weeds on this podcast, but let's let's dive a little bit because last week we talked about the 200 day moving average and how it's proven to be a barrier to the market in recent rallies as we've tried to climb out of the hole we dug for ourselves in 2022. So what is the step beyond that? You've probably heard the phrase the death cross as it relates to the market. Well, what is the death cross? The death cross is a term used to describe when the 50-day moving average dips below the 200-day moving average. Why is that such a horrible signal? Because it demonstrates that the current mood is moving from bullish to bearish. If the 50-day is below the 200-day, that means we're more bearish today than we were yesterday. And you can look, I I include a chart in the Weekly Insight Memo, you can see it in the show notes, and I think it is a very good indication to show you what happened when that death cross happened last year. 
That death cross happened on March 11th of last year. That was just a few days away from the March Fed meeting on March 15th of last year. That was the Fed meeting when Powell announced the first rate hike. What's interesting is there actually was a little bit of optimism in the market right after the death cross. It actually climbed between March 11th and March 29th of last year. But that was quickly ended when PCE inflation was reported on March 30th, and it blew away anyone's expectations that the Fed was going to be able to take an easy path. And so we crossed the 50-day moving average. It was about two weeks later. Excuse me, we crossed the death cross, and it was about two weeks later that the market began what was a long and painful downturn. What's notable today, however, and I really want you to go look at this chart I've attached in the show notes, because what's important today is we are about to hit the opposite of the death cross. If you look at the very right side of the chart I've included, where we ended last Friday, you'll see that the 50-day is about to move back above the 200-day moving average. That is something called the golden cross. And the golden cross indicates bullish sentiment. Will it happen? Are we going to clear that number tomorrow or the next day or the next day? When we do clear that number, are we going to stay clear of it? It's hard to tell right now, but we are close and there are just a few issues standing in the way. So let's talk about those. The first one, and not going to be a surprise to anybody on this podcast called the Weekly Federal Reserve. (laughs) The first headwind is, of course, the Fed. This is a big week for the market and the Fed as we have the first Fed meeting of 2023. Now, we've beaten this to death on here. Just to remind everybody where we're at, there is very little disagreement about what the Fed is going to do at this meeting. The current probabilities as of Sunday are that there are 98.4% odds that they will raise rates by 0.25%. The other 1.6%? of the probability, that landed on they will not raise rates at this meeting. I don't think that's likely, but there is no one that believes we're going to see anything bigger than a 25 basis point hike in this meeting. But as we've said in the past, what they do this week in terms of rate hikes is probably much less important than what they say, and more importantly than what Chairman Powell says. Is he going to give a sign, a signal to the market that rate hikes are about to stop? Or are they going to leave the market without a timeline? I could argue that not providing a timeline for the end of rate hikes is exactly what Chairman Powell wants to do. A really good report from the Fed this week announcing that it will all be over soon, that would undoubtedly send the market for a run. It would swing us through that golden cross that we talked about. The problem is bullish stock markets are inflationary. The Fed may want to keep a cap on that optimism for just a few more months. So don't be surprised if the takeaway from Wednesday's meeting is more pessimistic than the pundits may be expecting. That could very well be the whole point of it. We'll spend a lot of time going through it next week on this podcast, but just know the Fed may actually try to pull the rug out from underneath us this week on purpose. And then the other thing holding up the Golden Cross, or at least something we need to watch, is Washington. And I know it's hard for anyone listening to me to imagine that Washington, D.C. and our elected officials could possibly be an impediment to the economy, right? That's that's shocking. But here we are yet again worrying about the debt ceiling. And we've talked about this a little bit. We actually passed the debt ceiling of $31.4 trillion on January 19th. Let's take a quick break and repeat that number. $31.4 trillion. It's a huge number. Right now... We've already passed the ceiling and the government is running off the cash in the bank account. 
and that cash will run dry in June. I've discussed ad nauseum on here what the consequences of the U.S. not paying its debts are. It's not a pretty picture. We are the safe haven right now for foreign assets, and if we prove that their confidence is ill-placed and they pull their capital because we don't pay our bills, it will have negative impacts up and down the economy. But I just said that we have until June, right? So how could that be a problem for right now? Why would it impact the Golden Cross, Andrew? Well, because on Wednesday, the same day that the Fed is coming out with their latest rate increase, President Biden and Speaker McCarthy are meeting to negotiate on the debt ceiling. Both sides right now are locked into their worldview. To Biden, it's raise the debt ceiling with no other changes. In his opinion, the spending that caused this issue has already been approved and there's no reason that Congress should stop it from being paid. And it's not up for renegotiation. To Speaker McCarthy, it's it's an opportunity. This is an opportunity to get concessions on future spending and make sure that we don't continue to spend as aggressively as we have. That problem is not going to be solved on Wednesday. But the word out of Washington, if it's bad, it may slow our ascent to the Golden Cross, as may the Fed. So we're getting there. We're getting close. We're getting close to being in bullish territory again. But there may be a few things that hold that up from happening this week or next or next month or the month after that. So with that, we'll leave it there this week. As always, if you have any questions, I'd encourage you to give us a call here at the office. You can reach us at 515-273-1333 or on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a great week and I look forward to touching base with you again soon. Take care. Securities offered through RTA Wealth Management LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, NFA. Investment advisory services offered through RTA Wealth Advisors LLC, an SEC registered investment firm.